0: Welcome to the creative rise podcast where we believe you deserve to break the creative struggle and it should be simple We are so grateful. You're here with us today. Let's dive in What's up, everybody? Joey here from uh, the Creative Risk Podcast, and if you're watching this on video, you are like, what the heck, Joey? Where are you? What are you sitting on? Uh, what are you doing outside? Guys, this is a podcast. This is the first podcast we are recording outside, so hopefully the audio sounds pretty good. Uh, I know the team is going to do everything they can to make this sound good, so if it sounds good, just give a quick little kudos to the team. Just I don't know how you'd ever say kudos to them, but if it sounds good, I hope you're enjoying it. It sounds good because we're literally quite literally recording this. I'm sitting here on a beautiful car. Um, this is an old vintage car. It's actually a family car. Uh, it's my wife's father. So my father-in-law's car, it's an old 65 Mustang that he bought for almost nothing almost 40 years ago. And it has broken down a bajillion times. And he just keeps trying to keep this thing going. And it's, it's going right now. It wasn't going couple weeks ago, but it's going now. It's pretty cool. So I took it for a little spin, and I was like, hey, why don't I go record a podcast? that is going to be talking about some habits, some beliefs that I've had changed in my life and kind of the story that changed those. Now, there's a, there's a ton of different stories we could do, but I chose one today that I think is going to give you guys some context on why I think the way I think and potentially how it's going to be very valuable for you. And hopefully the story is also going to be entertaining for you and it's going to give you some insight into some of the things I was doing and, and what I was doing wrong and how this conversation, how this moment changed my life and when it changed my life. It changed my business and a bunch of other stuff. So this is me, Joey, uh, standing here in Palm Desert. If you're not watching us on video and you're listening to this, it looks really beautiful. Beautiful mountains behind me. This California sun is setting behind us. It's just a gorgeous day. So here's the story, guys. So glad you're here for this podcast. This is a, a really important story. If I think about like the top 10 moments that have shaped me over the years, this one ranks pretty high up on the list because it's really altered a lot of the stuff that I've done in my life business-wise. And I'm really grateful for it. And it basically goes like this. If I go all the way back to the beginning, I was a terrible student. I was not good at school. I have learning disabilities, diagnosed ADHD. I have a processing disorder, meaning my brain does not process information the same way that a lot of people would normally process information. So I struggled in school. So fast forward a little bit to when I was, it's 2018. I had a hard time with educational stuff and I was self-employed at the time. I had been self-employed for four to five, six years potentially at this point. But I didn't do a lot of like, Self-helpy, like self-development type stuff, because I associated that with school and I associated learning as something I'm not good at doing. I just got better at things by doing them and learning from my own mistakes. So I had my dad one day come into my little office. My office was in a closet in my parents' house. I loved working in a closet. Anybody else have like a weird thing with like building little cool workspaces? I always loved doing that growing up. I would like build little like makeshift like workspaces in my closets growing up. Anyways, I think I was working in a closet and my dad said to me, hey Joe, I want you to listen to this podcast. Here's a podcast by this guy. His name's Chris Harder. Uh, it's a finance podcast. I think you're gonna really enjoy it. And so I said, well, I don't listen to podcasts. And he said, well, I think you should just give it one episode. I said, I don't listen to podcasts. And in the back of my head, I was thinking, well, I don't listen to podcasts because I'm not good at education because I have learning disabilities. And so I wrote off anything that's educational as I'm not good at it. I won't get any value from it. So, eventually he nagged me and nagged me and nagged me. and He said, please listen to this podcast. It's so good. I think you're really going to get some value from it. I eventually listened to a podcast and it was mind blowing. It changed a lot of stuff. I thought about money in one episode. Chris Harder's podcast is a finance slash business podcast. And it is all about altering the way you think about money so you can create a more financially abundant future. And his podcast is all about the tagline of also. So when good people make good money, they can turn around and do good things. They can give back to people. And I really enjoyed that. So I I got obsessed with Chris's show right off the bat. I was like, man, this show is amazing. I love this thing. It's so good. And I got addicted to podcasts. And I was like, oh my gosh, why have I not been using podcasts to learn everything for the past couple of years? So long story short, fast forward a couple of weeks, I had been just absolutely soaking up everything I could on Chris's podcast. And then I thought to myself, man, I'm a pretty naturally confident guy. I was born, I think, with a little bit more confidence than maybe your typical Joe. (laughs) Uh, My name is Joey. So I decided, why don't I try and get in touch with Chris? Why don't I go fly myself to California, ask him for 15 minutes of his time, and see if this multi, multi, multi millionaire would meet up with me and teach me a thing or two about business for even 15 minutes. I'll buy him lunch or I'll buy him coffee. That sounds like a good deal to me. I will get myself all the way across the United States, all the way into the U.S., being from Canada at that time, I will do all that work just for 15 minutes of his time. There's no way he's going to say no, right? I pitch him on that. I DM'd him because he says on his podcast, oh, DM me, and I always answer my DMs. So he's got a couple hundred thousand followers on Instagram. I DM him, hey, I really want to fly myself to Cali. If I do, would you be able to give me 15 minutes of your time? I'd love to learn about this, this, and this. And he says No. Quite literally, I have the message right here. It says, how can I learn more from you? Are you willing to speak with me for 15 minutes? If I flew to meet you, what would it take to have an hour or a half day of your time? I would love to ask you some questions, get your insights on how to move from where I am to where you are. Topics such as influence, personal growth, mentorship stuff, blah, 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 blah and that was literally my message and the guy goes no now in my head i was like no what the heck like i thought this was going to work out and i was so gutted cuz i was like so hooked on his show, on a show in his podcast now it's not cuz Gr- chris is greedy this time chris is an incredibly generous guy i've gotten to know him over the years and i'm going to get to that in a second but chris is one of the most generous guys i know uh, however he has no idea who I am, and I have, n- I have nothing, nothing intrinsically of value for him. I'm just asking him for his time. And this is a dude where his hour is worth thousands of dollars for every hour throughout the day he has, right? So why would he give me his time? So this is what is so funny about this. And then has, I'm, I'm thinking, like, this is going to be so awesome. He's going to say yes, then he says no. And I was like, oh, this is such a bummer. So after a few days, I reevaluated the DM, okay? I went back to the DM. I listened to a few more of the shows, a few more of his podcasts. And I went, I need to get in touch with this guy. I can't believe I feel like I shot my shot and he shot me down. It's so gutting. I can't believe that happened. And then I went, wait a second. What if I reevaluated my pitch and I asked myself, why did he say no? What was not juicy enough for him? And is there any way I could change that? So as I was rejected, I went back to that DM and I looked at it and I went, man, this whole DM is completely about me. I pitched him and the entire DM is selfish. I'm getting the gain here. There's nothing in this for him. Why would he ever give me his time? And I was like, Joey, you're such an idiot. Why would you ever think he was going to give you your time? So uh, no wonder he said no. Long story short, I then listened to another podcast he was on because I was trying to go, how do I get a leg up on how I can somehow give this guy value in hopes that he might even just respond to another message? He's already responded to me once and he rejected me kindly, which he should have because I'm just some stranger asking for his time. I was listening to another podcast and he was on this guy's podcast and he shared a bunch of stuff about some of his goals for the future. And I went, ah, bingo, bingo, bingo. I think there might be some room here for me to audit what he's doing and go to him with some value. So I quite literally sent him another message and here's the word for word what the message says. It says, hey, Chris, I developed a few ideas while listening to you on Skinny Vinny's podcast about video content for you. I'm sure you've pondered the idea of daily content similar to Gary Vee However, do you have any plan to take action on it? Question mark, right? I said, would be a huge asset for you and your socials, creating more credibility online and when it all picks up, could be massive for you. If you'd be interested in chatting about how I could be a part of that and make that happen for you, let's hop on a 10 minute call as I know your time is valued very, very highly. Cheers, Chris. Can't wait to chat. Now, I sent that off. It was an absolute Hail Mary. I was like, there's no way he's going to respond to me. This is my last chance. But I went, I'm going to respond to him with some value and go, hey, I think I see an opportunity for something you want and maybe an opportunity for some, for some growth for you. I think I've got a way that I can help you. That Because again, my background was content. I built brands, right? That's what I do. I was good at creating content and good at understanding how the social algorithms worked and stuff. Here's this big business guy who's trying to build a bigger online influence. Already got a big online influence. But I was like, ooh, I think I'm really... Young young and I see some of the holes in what he's doing. I think I could benefit him. So I shot him a message. Guys, literally no joke. This dude messages me back. Chris messages me back within like 40 minutes and here's what he says. Within a few hours, he says, "Hey man, like yeah, super interested in that type of stuff. I'd love to know what you could propose, how much is it going to cost, and then he asked me for some examples of work." So I didn't have any examples of working with entrepreneurs that make millions and millions and millions of dollars a year on a personal brand. I only worked with outdoors brands and big corporations. So I was like, ah, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I used myself as an example and said, hey, look at my engagement. Look at what I'm doing right now. Here's a few examples of what like Gary's doing and some other guys. Here's what I think I could do for you. Literally no joke. Him and I jumped on the phone later on that day. It blew my mind. I went from getting told no by this guy because I provided zero value to him to this massive net worth, incredibly successful entrepreneur giving you know, me a call and saying, hey, I want to chat about this. And then a couple weeks later, this is where the story gets even crazier, I was on a plane to fly up to LA to go hang out, go meet him and go work with him. So point of the story is, This entire relationship has changed my life. One of the reasons why it changed my life is he has a very attractive marriage to me. I I visualized what him and his wife have, and I went, wow, that's very attractive to me. They work together. They respect each other a ton. I really value that. I love that he's a big family guy. He's got a great marriage. I want that. That was an area of my life that I followed suit in and went, that's really, really cool. And now, obviously, I'm married to Christy, who is everything I could have ever wanted and I respect and love her so much. Business-wise, he's got phenomenal businesses. I could only ever dream of building businesses as big as Chris has got. It's been life-changing for me to get to be inside of his circle and learn from him and learn from what he's doing. This all came from, again, learning how to shoot my shot and come out with this DM and go, hey, I didn't provide enough value the first time. Let me provide more value the second time. And it worked, right? The amount of business opportunities and just growth that has come from being in that circle, being around someone like that has been crazy. So here's the lesson that I want you guys to learn today. Again, this whole story is a story talking about you know, how I had a habit of pitching people, being very selfish in my pitches. And his no, getting rejected, taught me that I need to learn how to be more selfless in my pitches and actually make pitches more about the person I'm pitching and how it's benefiting their lives to want to do business with me or even just entertain giving me their attention. So here's the two takeaways. Number one is get surrounded by people who are way massively out of your league. Get surrounded by entrepreneurs who are ahead of you. They're bigger than you. They think bigger than you. They make more money than you. They're more connected than you are. They're smarter than you are. They get more done in shorter amounts of time than you do. Like You want to be surrounded by people like that. Coming from a small town in Canada, I did not have a crazy amount of that influence around me, so I had to go find it. And I had to go, quite literally, get on a plane and fly down to a place where I knew I was going to meet somebody and be a part of a community like that. So you need guidance. It's not weakness to ask for help. So part of that relationship with Chris was I would do work for him, and I would negotiate getting, you know, coached by him and getting getting to join his communities, getting to be a part of his masterminds. I was I was negotiating how I could get involved in all that stuff by adding value to his life, by helping him with his content strategy, helping him with his brand, helping him with with everything he was doing, video and photo stuff, and, and that was massive for me. And it's not a weakness to ask for help. I said to him, Hey, here's the couple of areas I really need help. Here's where I can help you. Let's do it. It is not a weakness, guys, to ask for help. It's actually a massive sign of strength. So I really want to encourage you with that get surrounded by people who are way ahead of you and then ask them for their guidance Don't get in that room and pretend like you're just as big dog as all the big dogs are Get in that room and say hey, I really admire this this and this about you Is there any way you can give me a tip or two on how you did this, you know And here's some value I have for you. Here's a hole I see that, you know, I can help you fill whatever it's gonna be number two Don't assume anybody owes you anything Do not assume anybody owes you anything. Just because you pitched a brand, you don't deserve a response. Just because you, you know, pitched a brand, something that was so attractive, you you don't think they could ever possibly say no, does not mean that they owe you a response. No one owes you anything, right? You only can basically count on getting a response when something has shown somebody a hole and it's shown how you can fill the hole. That was a lesson that I massively learned. I pitched Chris, and it was so selfish, the first pitch I did, as I told you guys that story in this podcast, I should not have even gotten a response from him. I'm surprised he even responded to me in the first place, but he was generous enough to even tell me no, right? And that no, that rejection was so helpful for me because I needed to learn the lesson that I needed to put more value into the pitch for him in order for him to give me any of his time, right? So super, super important. You do not deserve anything unless you earn it when it comes to pitching. So earning a yes comes from diagnosing a gap and solving it, right? If you want to pitch people and actually get a yes from them, that's all done by just going, hey, here's a gap I see with you guys. Here's how I can fix it. Here's the plan to do so, right? Here's the gap I see for you. Here's how I plan to fix it. You know, and here's the here's the step-by-step plan in order to give you that solution. If you can come up with that type of strategy when you're pitching, it makes your entire pitch about the person you're pitching rather than making your entire pitch about me. Here's all the work I've done. Here's what I do. Here's me. Here's where I'm from. Here's the type of stupid coffee I like. I see that in people's pitches all the time. They're like, well, this is my order at Starbucks. It's like nobody cares. How How are you going to help them? How are you going to make their lives, their business, their wedding day, their brand, whatever it's going to be better, right? How can you do that? Okay, super important. If you get a no, do not give up. I got a no from him right off the bat. I got a generous no. He was generous to even respond to me and give me a no, but it didn't mean I gave up. It means I reevaluated what could have been better, and I went back at it, and it built me a relationship that's changed my life, and I'm forever grateful for his guidance and the friendship that I've gotten to have with him simply because I went back to the bat, and I came back with more value, and that value was reciprocated with value, and we built a relationship that way, right? So I took that lesson, and I copied that. I copied and pasted that, guys, into every pitch that I have done since the- that moment since late 2018 when I had first sent off that brutal pitch to him and got rejected. And I want to make sure that you guys do that too. So in your pitches to brands, when a you, know, you get a wedding inquiry and you're sending them your pricing guide, make sure your pricing guide is not about you. Make sure it's about them, their wedding day, what they can expect, how they're going to get a home run from you, hiring you as their filmmaker, or their photographer, right? Make sure every single time you are sending anything external out of your company, sending it to any prospective client, whether it's a pitch, it's a cold pitch, whether it's a hot pitch, whatever it's gonna be, make sure. The pitch is entirely about the person that is gonna be benefiting from, that you're doing business with. So that is a lesson, guys, that I learned, you could say the hard way. It was a little bit of a bummer to get rejected, but that was what I needed in that season of life. That's what I needed as a young kid trying to learn how to run a business. That was a great moment for me and it's led to so much growth. And I hope that really helps. So I hope you're enjoying The View if you're watching this on video, it's beautiful. If you're not watching this on video, go find the video because it's gorgeous. But I hope this was so helpful for you. So if this was helpful for you, Also, let me know if you like solo episodes. I don't know if we've ever done a solo episode on the Creative Rest Podcast. This might be the first one. Do you like this? Let us know. Text Christy and I. You uh, can click text us button in our our bio on Instagram. Or just DM us. Do you like these solo episodes? Should Christy do a bunch? Um, she's got super good stories. She can come on here and rip off too. But anyways, guys, thanks so much for being here. We're jumping on into the later part of this year. I'm getting excited for Christmas, getting excited for 2023. That's crazy that it's coming up so quick. So, yeah, get excited with that. And we will see you on the next one, guys. Thanks for being here.